something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Aid Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I am your host, your host, John Age. Thanks for being with us once again in the wee hours of the AM, hailing proudly from the formerly great state of North Carolina here on the East Coast. We're sitting at 1143. You can take this earpiece out because it's not working anyway, and we can just... uh, Send that off into the cornfield, you know? Folks, if you would like to, paypal.me forward slash anomic age, patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well, because I can guarantee you, I'm on the verge, I'm on the precipice of great destruction of all the... All the little goodies around here. I can't I can't take it anymore. I just can't. PayPal.me forward slash anomic age, Patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well. We're gonna try this once more and see if we can make this happen. If you are so inclined, please go to anomicage.com. That's where you can find all things me. You can find the iPhone app, the Android app. The free newsletter. You can also donate. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. No matter how little, no matter how grand, I would appreciate it in any way, shape, form, or fashion. If you can do no more, please like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. I'm right now streaming on Telegram and Facebook. I'm not on YouTube for the moment because I got... uh, Another strike and two more episodes taken down. So if you know anyone that follows me on YouTube, spread the word. I won't be there for a couple more weeks at least. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, they, they have, I guess, gone back in the archives and are just finding their jollies by taking down old episodes of the Anomic Age and giving me a strike here or there. So I'm not streaming there, but I am on Telegram and I am on Facebook right now. Since I can't get enough donations to uh, pay the restream, I am uh, I'm no longer on any of the other channels that I was streaming live on. So, that's out. But for the moment, I'm on Facebook and I am on Telegram. That's just one of the many platforms that I am on, or at least my information can be found on. I'm on Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute, Brighteon. Telegram, Facebook, and I guess some of my content's still on YouTube. I don't know for how long, but it's there anyway. I don't know what I'm doing right or maybe wrong, but for whatever reason, they give you this 90-day window that you can't have three strikes in, and I always get that third strike somehow just outside of that 90-day window. I don't know what's up, but I am I guess I'm thankful for it because I'm still on there. <clears throat> Nevertheless, that's not what you came here to, to discuss. Not what you came here to hear about. I think I'm going to do 
at least a two-part, if not a three-part special edition of the Information Breakdown segments that is just on death. (laughs) That's right. I know I'm really going to get a lot of people to tune in to the death specials that I'm going to cover. But I think it is very important to discuss this clear fact that they want you dead. And people don't want to accept that, and I can understand why. But I want you to try to unpack what I'm telling you. Try to fit this in. It's fairly obvious, but I think you're going to be able to very aptly fit this into the variety of other things that are going on because it's very obvious that they want you dead. But uh, in this special, we're going to discuss euthanasia and uh, just the the degradation of our society. Uh, but I think more to the point, the the degradation of our self-confidence, and as we'll get into in the other episodes of this, uh, our confidence in institutions. We'll get into that. And uh, just the degradation of confidence in the individual and the institution in the society and moral fabric at large. We'll get into all that and how it plays out into their end game of death, your death, your family's death, your children's death, all that you know, love, and hold dear. They want you dead. And it's a tough, bitter, big old horse pill to swallow, but the sooner that we can reconcile that and stop playing this... uh, this sort of psychology game where we just can't reconcile those differences, you know? (laughs) The sooner we can reconcile the differences, the cognitive dissonance, and put that to bed finally, then the sooner that we can actually come to this realization and come to some sort of actualization, come to some sort of what-can-we-do-from-here moments. And for better or worse, I don't know what that really is. I'll give you, let me see. I'll give you some quotes here. Well, I'll give you not a quote. I'll give you this. This is from a Bronx tale. Uh, Thad put this up. You know who you are. Recently. And to be honest with you, I've never seen a Bronx tale. I need to get on that, I suppose. I apologize. But this quote rang so true. And it really exemplifies what I what I live by, really. I live by this quote, and I just didn't even know other people articulated this better than I could think it and articulate it to myself. But nobody cares. Nobody cares. Worry about yourself, your family, and the people that are important to you. Yes. I think that is... One of the most integral parts of it all. And I know somebody's going, that's not Christian. That's not. Okay, fine. That's fine. I'm just saying this is sort of the credo that I typically live by. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know somebody put it in a movie. Didn't know they made a, a better version of my own credo than than I actually had. But that's pretty much it, folks. Stop worrying about other people. Stop keeping up with the Joneses. The Circle Jerks do a great song. Mr. Jones, 
and neighbor Sam. Yeah. And they get into that whole keeping up with the Joneses mentality. And that keeping up with the Joneses mentality has only been exacerbated by social media. Because now you're you're getting dopamine drips on the regular just looking at comments and likes and all this fun stuff. And you're getting that little positive reinforcement. And the dopamine drips are, are free-flowing. And more to the point, people are also keeping up with the Joneses because they are keeping up with what they perceive as people's actual lives when they are not their actual lives. They're the lives that they want you to see. They're the good stuff that happens in their life. They're not talking about when the hot water heater goes out, when they get in a fight with their spouse, when their kid gets hurt, uh, when they back into the garage door, knock a hole in the house, whatever. They're not telling you all that. They're letting you see the good stuff. And... uh, you got to stop caring about all that bull, folks. People get this misconception like you're supposed to have just dozens of friends. And I think that misconception has also been exacerbated by the social media. Because people look at other people and they think, well, man, I'm supposed to have 10,000 followers and whatever um, likes. And, you know, they see... The lowest hanging fruit possible, the most dim-witted, moronic members of our society having all the likes, having all the friends, having all this perceived lifestyle that they want and that they want to emulate and that they will sell their soul to try and duplicate. And it's just bull, folks. It's all bull. I mean this, again, is is predicated not only on the social media but also – the cult of celebrity, the cult of Hollywood, the sports entertainment cults. I mean, all this sort of nonsense that did not even exist one-tenth of the way that it exists today, 20 years ago, before the height of the social media craze. So I think we got to go back to that. I'm going to put it back on the screen for you. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your sniveling. Nobody cares about how sucky your life is. Nobody cares about what you didn't get or what you feel that you are owed that you got shortchanged out of by some other member or sect of the populace. Nobody bleeping cares. Stop worrying about that bull. Worry about yourself. Worry about your family. And worry about the people that are important to you that's it folks that is it that is it in a nutshell so if people don't like you because of your politics if people are no longer friends with you because you didn't take the injection if people don't want to associate with you because you will not wear the slave shackle well fooey on them it's their loss not yours bask In the glory of solitude. It's wonderful. Turn off the devices. Turn off the electronics and just sit in silence. If you can, go sit in silence outside. Sit by the water. Sit by the lake, river, stream. Just sit in the middle of the woods and bask in the solitude of nothingness. I'm telling you right here now, it will clear your head like you won't believe. Getting away from that 5G, getting away from the antennas and all that bull that surrounds. That's it, folks. 
Get away from that crap. It's not your friend. It's not here to help you. It's only meant to make your demise quicker. To make your head, your thoughts more clouded. To drive wedges, to drive wedges in the relationships, both familial and otherwise. That's what this is all meant to do. So the more time you can spend outside, the more time you can spend in solitude, the more time you can spend in the word, the better. Excommunicate yourself from the cult, from all forms and sects of the cult that you can. Separate the wheat from the chaff and surround yourself and worry about those things. Once again, yourself, your family, and the people that are important to you. It's just that simple. All right, let's get into this euthanasia thing. What are we sitting at the clock here? We're 13 minutes in and we ain't even talked about the topic that is most important. So let's do it, folks. Let's talk about those topics of importance, shall we? And I'm going to do a little bit of reading for you tonight. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, but I just want to give you the straight facts from the horse's mouth, so to speak. So we're talking about euthanasia this evening. So we're going to define that a little bit for you. We're going to pull up some articles talking about it, and we're going to get into how this whole thing plays out. How's that? There we go. Get a little bit more light on this joint. All right, I'm going to pull up. Let me see which article I'm going to preach from first this evening. Had this whole thing shook down, and then I took it all down. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to get into the AP article because it's kind of the most lengthy. And you'll see the Forbes article and the AP article share a lot of similarities. I don't know if they're reading off the same same hymnal Or if it's AI just typing up the same mess, or if it's some sort of elaborate sharing or plagiarism. I don't really care, but I'm going to read you the AP article first. Let me see here. AP. APnews.com. Let me see if I can skip past all the bull. Because as always, when you pull up anything, it gives you all kinds of bull. All right, let's hit it. AP. We're talking about euthanasia, and we're talking more specifically about Canada. So we're reading from this AP article. I'll sort of give you some cliff notes from it for you. Euthanasia, where doctors use drugs to kill patients, is legal in seven countries. Belgium, Canada, Colombia, Luxembourg, Netherlands, New Zealand, and Spain, plus several states in Australia. Other jurisdictions, including several U.S. states, permit assisted suicide in which patients take the lethal drugs themselves, typically in a drink prescribed by a doctor. Huh. Okay, let's move on. In Canada, the two options are referred to as medical assistance in dying, and that's an acronym that's going to show up in another article, Though more than 99.9% of such deaths are euthanasia. There were more than 10,000 deaths by euthanasia last year, an increase of about 
a third from the previous year. Canada's road to allowing euthanasia began in 2015, where the highest court declared that outlawing assisted suicide prevented, oh, excuse me, depraved people from their dignity and autonomy. I'm going to key in on that word. Dignity is a word that they like to throw out there quite a bit. So their dignity. And I want you to understand this because they always frame it as if it is for your benefit. They always frame it and whatever they, quote unquote, frame it as, rest assured, it is the inversion of that. Okay, so just as the Patriot Act had nothing to do with patriotism. When they use these words like diversity, inclusion, and in this instance, dignity. It just means the inversion of whatever word they're using. So I just want to underscore that for you. Let's move on. Uh, Deprive people of their dignity and autonomy. It gave national leaders a year to draft legislation. The resulting 2016 legal legislation, both euthanasia and assisted suicide for people aged 18 and over, provided... They meet certain conditions. They had to have a serious condition, disease, or disability that was an advanced, irreversible state of decline and enduring, unbearable, quote-unquote, physical and or mental suffering that cannot be relieved under conditions that patients considered acceptable. All that's in quotation, by the way. So they're going to define what that unbearable physical or mental condition is. Their death also had to be, quote-unquote, reasonably foreseeable. Again, I guess they're going to define that for you because they are the cult of pharmacia, playing right into the cult of academia and so forth. And the request for euthanasia had to be approved by at least two physicians. Laws, The law was later amended to allow people who were not terminally ill to choose death, significantly broadening the number of eligible people. Critics say that change removed a key safeguard aimed at protecting people with potentially years or decades of life left. Today, any adult with a serious illness, disease, or disability can seek help in dying. Canadian Health Minister Jean Yves Duclos said the country's euthanasia law, quote-unquote, recognizes the right of all persons, more that inclusion bull, as well as the inherent and equal, uh, uh, big uh, bull again, value of every life. The countries that allow euthanasia... And assisted suicide vary in how they administer and regulate the practice. But Canada has several policies that set it apart from others. For example, and it goes on just to talk about how Canada doesn't have monthly commissions to review the the potential suicide slash euthanasia victims, I'll just call them. Canada is the only country that allows nurse practitioners, not just doctors, to end patients' lives. Medical authorities 
in its two largest provinces, Ontario and Quebec, explicitly instruct doctors not to indicate on death certificates that people died from euthanasia. Uh, And it goes on. Canada patients are not required to have exhausted all treatment alternatives before seeking euthanasia, as in Belgium and the Netherlands. And it goes on. The implications of Canada's law is that a life with disability is automatically less worth living than, and that in some cases death is preferable. And that's uh, a quote by Dingenere. And it goes on. Uh, Theosis Dingenere, a professor of law and disability studies at. Pra, let me see. I'm sorry. I'm making. I'm finding it hard to make this out. Pra, Protestant University for Applied Sciences in northwestern Germany said allowing euthanasia based exclusively on disability was a clear human rights violation, which is exactly what this uh, law does. It, it allows for people with disabilities to euthanize themselves, and it really doesn't put any. Uh, Fail, fail safes or uh, or backstops, as I would word it in this whole thing and all. So, bottom line is here, uh, it's the same thing I've been saying for a long time. They want you dead. They want you to not be alive anymore. I apologize; that was a lot of reading for you. I wasn't trying to just read you page after page here, but I think this AP article really does lay it out quite succinctly. Better than the other three uh, or two or two or three, actually, that I'm going to discuss and bring up just sort of uh, in passing. I would suggest the AP article if anyone wants to read this further because I'm just hitting the cliff notes for you. That article goes on to talk about how it's specifically allowing people with disabilities, euthanasia, medically assisted suicide. And they'll give you a nice little acronym for that in the upcoming article that I will get into uh, right about now. Let's see. I'm going to give you the AP article. Let me see this other one. I'll give you this Forbes article. In full disclosure, this Forbes article is using a lot of the same exact text as the AP article. So they're borrowing a lot here. Forbes.com here. Canada's new euthanasia laws carrying carry upsetting Nazi-era echoes, warns experts. And in this, they go on to really compare and contrast a little bit. They don't do it quite uh, enough, in my opinion. But it compares and contrasts 1930s-era Nazi legislation. I'll give you the quote here. Probably the biggest existential threat to disabled people since the Nazi program in Germany in the 1930s. And that is a quote right out of this article here. And it actually goes on to mention the AP article as well. So it mentions the AP article. In an article published by the Associated Press last week, Tim Stanton, director of the Canadian Institute for Inclusion and Citizenship at the University of British Columbia, said that the country's uniquely permissive euthanasia laws were probably the biggest existential threats to people with disabilities since the Nazi programs in Germany in the 1930s. So I would, I would recommend that one as well. Because it's saying the same sort of thing. It's just sort of giving you a little bit better comparison with the Nazi legislation. But I want to see 
or rather I want you to see this next one as well. This is from the New York Post. Uh, The title of this one, Canadian soldier with PTSD outraged when the VA suggested euthanasia. I'm not going to read you this one. I'll give you the broad strokes. Soldier went in there with PTSD. A Canadian soldier, combat veteran of their military, went into their version of the VA and was trying to discuss this with the person, and uh, they were immediately just kind of pushing them into euthanasia, pushing them into the medically-assisted suicide. And, you know, the, they go on to be, oh, we're so shocked that they would do that. Oh, I can't believe they would do that. That's not our protocol, oh, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, I think they just went into cover your backside mode. To be honest with you, I think that's exactly what they were doing. I'm trying to find the acronym here. It's escaping me. Canadian, uh, Canada legalized MAID, medically assisted. Uh, what what the heck was it? I had that joker pulled up right here a moment ago. Medically assisted something death. I can't remember what the I is for. Oh, come on, man. I can't believe I've I've moved this thing around. Medically assisted, medical assistance in dying. That's the acronym. M-A-I-D, medical assistance in dying and their euthanasia plan. So they got both of them. So this guy went in, tried to talk about his PTSD, and they were all too quick to just shove him off into death cult land, folks. Because that's what this whole thing is. That's what this whole thing's about. It is a global, satanic death cult. And I'm going to get into this in other episodes and really do a better job connecting the dots. I really wanted to focus in this episode on Canada and euthanasia, but I want to underscore some of these obvious points here. Because they have deliberately for multiple generations now, most specifically in the last 20 years, done their best to got to get people to hate themselves. That's key. Get people to hate themselves. And then through the polarization, divide and conquer, they'll get people to hate whatever the antithesis of themselves is, whether it's gay, straight, white, black, uh, immigrant, illegal alien versus a person that's from that country, whatever. It's the same bull, folks. They want you to hate yourself. They want you to hate whatever that binary opposition point is that they have selected for you and revved you up and told you to hate or dislike. That's the plan. Well, first you got to hate yourself. First you got to hate yourself, especially those white Christian heterosexual males. Those are the worst kind, folks. You have got to hate yourself. So the K through 12 indoctrination college university weaponization promulgates that from kindergarten on, promulgates that from preschool on. So by the time they get you through grade 12 and you're all set like your little preconditioned wind-up toy to go to college university weaponization, then they've really got you. Then they have got you by the by the scruff, if you will. Because that's the point of all this, folks. It's a form of trauma-based mind control. It's a form of NK Ultra. It's all old hats. 
So, And it's all the same people pushing this stuff, folks. It's eugenics. It's 2022 eugenics. People are so stupid and have been so indoctrinated to not understand eugenics. Let me pull this one up for you, folks. Who could that be? Who could that be on the screen, folks? Anybody know? Why, it's old Julian Huxley. Julian Huxley. Yeah. President of the British Humanist Association. That's old Julian for you. First director of UNESCO. Yeah, UNESCO. Everybody loves UNESCO, right? United Nations Educational Scientific and Cultural Organization. That's Julian Huxley, too. But also the president of the British Eugenics Society. That's right. Let me fill in some gaps for you. He is in this picture here with Thomas Huxley, his grandfather. Thomas Huxley was Darwin's bulldog. You see, Darwin was not really much for the social media circuit of that era. But Thomas Huxley was. That was Darwin's bulldog. That was a guy who would go out there and staunchly defend evolution, staunchly defend Darwin to the end. Yeah, agnostic. That was his term. That was Thomas Huxley's term, agnostic. And this is more just old hat stuff here, folks. This isn't anything new. Nothing new at all. World Wildlife Fund. A founding member, Julian Huxley. World Wildlife Fund. UNESCO. Eugenic Society. All these things have so much in common, but the average person doesn't get it. World Wildlife Fund. UNESCO. UNESCO is the global satanic death cult front group that owns every single archaeological site of relevance on the globe. Every single cultural site of relevance on the globe. That's UNESCO. UN. United Nations. So if you think we own these things, you are mistaken. Not true. Go to Cahokia. Do we own it? No. Alamo, do we own it? No. That's UNESCO. Every single one of these is UNESCO. The World Wildlife Fund. That's just that's just PETA light. That's just another front group, another eugenics organization pushing and propagating the same old hat. I came down hard on these animal lovers a couple editions ago, and that's why. Because they have conditioned the average person to love animals and things more than themselves and more than people. I'll cover that in another episode. I'm going to talk about that at nauseum, folks. Rosa Quarry did a book, uh, Behind the Green Mask. And I interviewed a gentleman early on. I'm going to pull his name up. Mark Musser. Cannot recommend his information enough. Mark Musser. Two books entitled Nazi Ecology and Wrath or Rest. Both of those books connecting the Nazi ideology to the Green Movement. All that Nazi ideology came from those fun-filled folks like I just mentioned. Julian Huxley. Grandfather Thomas Huxley. 
brother Aldous Huxley, Brave New World, Brave New World Revisited, The Doors of Perception, all this lovely stuff by Aldous Huxley. It's the same common thread running through this whole sham, folks. Grandfather Thomas Huxley, Darwin's bulldog, Darwin's father, Darwin's grandfather more specifically, involved in the same hereditary, involved in the same eugenics, coast to coast. We're looking at uh, the same information here connecting into Margaret Sanger and eugenics, which is now Planned Parenthood. Cold Springs Harbor Institute, New York. Same sort of sister institute in Germany. This is all springing from the same places, people. They want you dead. They want you to not be alive anymore. So what you're seeing now with euthanasia in Canada and these other countries that were aforementioned here is the fact that they want you dead. But they're framing it. Oh, we want dignity for the people that are suffering. No, they want the same thing that the Nazis wanted. That's why they're showing you the parallels of this in the Forbes article and to a lesser extent in the AP article. Same thing the Nazis began doing because they began framing it as, well, these people are just unfit genetically. They have disabilities. We must eliminate them from being able to procreate. We must sterilize them. That's eugenics. So they use that pebble in the pond to cause the ripples that would later become the mass genocide of the Jews, the mass genocide of homosexuals, the mass genocide of gypsies in that culture, the mass genocide of anybody that they deemed unfit. That first pebble in the pond was just the first aspect of it, just that one little ripple that caused the other ones. It connected directly to Planned Parenthood. It connects directly to the eugenics leaves, leagues by Julian Huxley, by Margaret Sanger, by the eugenics programs that were running rampant here in this country in the late 1800s and early 1900s. That is all a mask for euthanasia, for medical-assisted suicide, for your death. That's what this is all about. That's why there's cancer in the food, there's cancer in the water, there's cancer in the air, there's cancer in the grass. Because we got Roundup Ready crops, we're spraying Roundup on the grass. We got atrazine in the water. Where is that coming from? That's coming from the herbicides that people spray on the grass. Then they go inside, they eat some Roundup Ready crops, they eat some GMO sugar, they eat some soy. All this is a eugenics playbook because they want you dead. What we're seeing in Canada most recently, it's not even recent, folks. This is what? Almost 10 years old news here. This began in 2016, began uh, fostering this in 2015, and then they rewrote the legislation in 2016. So this has been going on for a long time. This is nothing new under the sun, says Solomon, and says John H. This is old hat. It's old hat because they want you dead. The sooner people realize that and stop playing patty cake and make believe, the better off we will all be. It's just the facts, folks. So pretending that it's not happening does not stop it from occurring. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Get out there, do your part, make that difference. I will be seeing you sooner than later. 
in the Anomic Age. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age.